right, all right. Welcome to a special edition of the Cavish Ships podcast, produced in conjunction with the Service Navy Association's annual symposium. This special edition is sponsored in part by Huntington Ingalls Industries. HII is the largest producer of unmanned undersea vehicles, making transoceanic missions possible. HII, delivering hard stuff done right. And by GE Marine, a GE aerospace company, offering unparalleled power and propulsion for ships from the biggest combatants to the smallest, fastest patrol boats. GE's propulsion solutions are ready for the next generation of sea power. Learn more at geaerospace.com slash marine. All right, we're back at Surface Navy Association. Uh, today, we're going to talk to Nate Carlson from BAE Systems. Uh, Nate is uh, the director of Naval Gun Systems for BAE. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Nate. Well, thank you very much, Chris. Great to be here and talk with you. And we appreciate it. Um, you work out of uh, where? In Minnesota somewhere? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis, that's correct. Minnesota. Is, is that a manufacturing associ- uh, plant up we there? We primarily well? have business uh, functions there. Uh, our factory is in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, okay. And uh, you've, you've got something to talk about today about counter UAS. So unmanned aviation systems, drones, are a major problem, as we all know. Um, and w- w- one of the problems with these small disposable sort of things is that you don't want to throw golden bullets at them, things that cost a lot more than the thing you're killing. That's kind of a losing proposition. So you've, you've, BAE's doing a lot of work in counter UAS systems, what can you tell us? Yeah, we, we provide multiple solutions to, to deal with that mission set. We provide the Mark 38 Mod 2 and 3 machine gun system and the Mark 110 57-millimeter gun system that uses what we call 3P ammunition. That stands for pre-fragmented, programmable, and proximity-fused. Those are very advanced munitions that offer six uh, fuse, fusing modes, and um, they, uh, the projectile itself is unique in that it, it, uh, when it disperses, it, it sends out thousands of tungsten fragments to deal with those difficult threats that we're talking about here. So the, the Mark 38, this is a, this is a, a um, kind of low-impact installation in terms of the shipboard installation. You can, it, it gets bolted down to the deck. That's correct. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot. You need, don't need a whole lot of infrastructure un- underneath the ship to support this. Most Navy service combatants, destroyers, cruisers, usually deploy with at least two of these, um, sometimes more, but but at least one port and starboard. The Mark 38 is, a, as I understand it, um, BAE makes the mount, not the gun. The gun is usually a 25-millimeter Bushmaster, but you can put other things on that mount. The Mark One is the is the basic mount that just bolts down. Um, usually hand-operated, uh, crew-served gun. The Mark II is a stabilized weapon that's often remotely controlled. And there's a Mark III that I don't know a whole lot about. Can you talk? So you are you're you're putting so you're using those basic mounts to put new installations on yeah. new systems on. Th- that's correct. There's a total of 380 Mark 38 Mod 2 and Mod 3 systems currently in service with the U.S. Navy. Um, there's about 300 Mod 2s and about 150 Mod 3s. And they are fully stabilized. They have an onboard electro-optical system that directs the, uh, the weapon. Um, it's also used for surveillance, which is a really neat capability. It augments the other systems on the ship uh, for that purpose. Um, the uh, mount uh, 
uh, fires at 180 rounds per minute. And from a CUAS perspective, what we've done is we have upgraded the uh, EOS. Um, we uh, upgraded the, the laser range finder. We improved the algorithm to deal with that specific uh, unmanned aerial threat. And we've also added uh, a coaxial gun system, uh, 7.62 millimeter uh, chain gun. Um, and there are uh, about 700 rounds, uh, ready service rounds for that. That fires about 550 rounds per minute. So that's that, that, that's actually on. So the mount can have two guns on it. Correct. The 25 millimeter and the 76. Correct. Yeah, the coaxial gun system is is augmenting the the main 25 millimeter cannon. So can you take me through the detect to engage sequence at a very basic level? Uh, and, and I mean, you know, hey, something I. Uh, warns the ship or the system that, hey, a potential bad guy, a potential U- UAS is, you know, we've found it, and yep. then uh, hopefully the system kills it. W- what happens in between finding it and killing it? Yeah, typically the, the ship would be alerted to something out there, and the operator of the Mark 38 system would use the console to zero in on that target uh, with the optical, the electro-optical system. The uh, system is very advanced and it has an auto tracking feature. So once the operator kind of locks onto that target, the system, the stabilized system follows that target. And, uh, at the right time, the operator can, can engage the, uh, the cannon or the coaxial gun. Is there, um, any automation in addition? So there's automation obviously in tracking and in, in staying on it and, you know, figuring out range and speed and all that. How, how about in terms of, do you have to have a person in the loop to pull the trigger? If yes. You will? You do? Yes, okay. you absolutely do. Um, what are the, uh, I guess, benefits, advantages, uh, leaps of this system maybe about uh, over how the Navy was uh, dealing with this problem? It's really about that, that tracking algorithm for this, for this uh, set of threats. It's uh, a significant leap going from surface targets, which, which is really kind of a 2D problem, to these unmanned aerial threats, which is really more of a three-dimensional problem. And that, that's what the, the updated algorithm really shines with. So I'll even zoom out a little bit more because um, there may be people that don't understand this. My, I guess, well, I'll ask a question based on my understanding. The complexity, you know, we for years, the Navy has tracked, um, you know, missiles or, or uh, manned platforms that, uh, that move at high speed. The complexity here is kind of the the slow speed and the unpredictable nature of the UAS, right? Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, the, definitely the 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 maneuverability and, and course changing ability of those targets, um, and then the fact that there can be multiple targets um, in that sense. So um, you know that algorithm, the the ability. Uh, of the system to auto track and you know self stabilize, it's it's a huge upgrade from from the the mod one which was manually pointed. What sort of feedback are you getting from the fleet? I mean, I imagine that, that their captains are sleeping better at night. You know, would be I guess feedback one. But in terms of the the um, ease of which uh, the operator can get trained on it, uh, can use it, that it's integrated into. Um, other parts of the weapon system that are much older or much more traditional, what, what sort of feedback are you hearing? Yeah, it, really positive feedback. Number one, about the surveillance capability of the system, really augments the other surveillance systems on the ship. Uh, the system has an onboard trainer, 
Um, so sailors can, can use the console that they operate with to train right on board the ship. So there's really great flexibility from that perspective. We get feedback uh, about how highly effective this system is and, and how much it's used. And in general, uh, we, we get very positive feedback to the point where uh, ships don't want to leave port without these systems uh, on board and available. Where is the, uh, again, I'll show my ignorance on it, but you're the right guy to ask this question to Where's the console uh, within the ship? Is it on the bridge? Is it in combat? Does it vary by class of ship? I mean, where does the operator sit um, when they're standing watch on this station? Yeah, so I believe it varies by ship. We're on 14 different classes of ship, which speaks to how flexible the system is. Chris, you talked about um, how easy it is to install these systems. Um, You know, it doesn't require penetration through the deck. It's really a minimal impact to the ship to install these. And um, they're installed in great numbers. And, um, you know, that speaks to the the value of the system. I've I've seen it in CICs. That's what I thought. I just wasn't sure. I just wanted to ask. I mean, you know, there are old retired guys like me that, you know, didn't have this on there and may, you know, may want to know where where that console is. Uh, Moving to a different weapon. Uh, you also produced a Mark 110 57mm mount. That's right. Uh, this is the the gun mount that's on both classes of patrol combat ship. It's on the national security cutter for the Coast Guard. It's on the offshore patrol cutter for the Coast Guard. It will be, at the moment, the main our main gun for the new Constellation class frigate. Um, one of the problems with, with that caliber is ammunition, shells, munitions. And I know that for some time, BAE's been trying to upgrade that gun with a lot of more capability simply by providing more di- more and different kinds of, of munitions. Can you talk a bit about the gun, the program, and the munitions? Yeah, absolutely. We've delivered uh, 53 uh, Mark 110 gun systems to the U.S. Navy and Coast Guard, and uh, we also supply the ammunition. There's two different types of ammunition. There's TP rounds, which is just a... a, a non-intelligent round call it um and then there's three what's tp target practice target practice and then there's uh the the 3p round which is the programmable pre-fragmented and proximity fused one of the one of the neat things about the 3p projectile addition to the advanced fusing is again there are thousands of of tungsten bbs essentially in that round which when when the uh, the round explodes creates a cloud and that really is effective against this this threat that has emerged here over the last decade with these unmanned aerial threats and when you combine that advanced round with the firing rate of 220 rounds per minute you can you can create a wall uh to defend against those targets this is not a stabilized mount, is it? It, it is a it is it fully is a, stabilized is it stabilized in in, in every uh installation correct well, I just I would just like to thank you for the opportunity to be here. Number one, uh, exciting to to have this chance. Um, we have a lot of innovative uh, work going on uh, with both systems, um, specifically with with the uh, the Mark Thirty Eight Mod Three as we drive to um, keep up with our customers' needs to 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 deal with threats. Okay. I actually have one one last one before you close off. Sorry. Um, how about how about uh, other ships that this is on? So you know, talked about the U.S. Navy. Um, I assume that there are partnerships that uh, this is on. But what about non-Navy ships? So are they? You, you know, are you seeing 
uh, a commercial interest in this? Are you seeing, um, you know, as do you see it as You're talking about the counter UAS? Y- yeah, and not just the one, not not the fifty-seven millimeter gun. Cor- correct, the counter UAS. Exactly. Right, yeah, that right. I I want to put it on my CV. <laughs> uh, but I mean, as you know, as as we look at what logistics, here's the here's the premise and where I'm going. As we look at what logistics in a contested environment may may be, right. Um, you know, has there been any discussion of putting some of this uh, counter UAS on board? Um, you know, I know that they're doing it on MSC or there's thoughts of doing it on MSC, but on just civilian flagged uh, tankers. Have you have you guys started working through that problem set or is that sort of outside of your scope? That, that's typically outside of what we're doing right now. I mean, we do support uh, international partner navies um, with with both systems. Um, so so that that's where we are there. Well, folks, we've been talking to Nate Carlson. Nate is the director of Naval Gun Systems in the BAE Systems Combat Mission Systems. I, that's too many systems. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm lost now. You're, he, he's a systemic gun guy. Um, <laughs> anyway, Nate, uh, please, uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. We yep. really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.